So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everybody. What's up? This is O.L. Buckley. Hey, guys. This is Sway. Yes, and you're listening to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. This is episode number 33. 33. Wow, we've come a long way. Yes. Yep, and in this episode, we are continuing with the Married Pernod Method, and we're Mm. talking about step numero those yes so the crazy thing about today is as i'm doing some in stories um right now i'm trying to record and record live record this podcast as well as record some um ig stories um we are coming live coming to you live in podcast land from our facebook live and in our facebook group for married entrepreneurs so here's what's cool so our Facebook group of Marypreneurs, they're actually watching us record this podcast live right now. Right now. And you, who are faithful listeners of the Marypreneur Life podcast, you're actually um, <laughs> listening to us record this while those who are in the Facebook group are actually watching. So both of you in the separate uh, spaces in the podcast space and in the Facebook Facebook group space. <laughs> Facebook um, group space. You're basically eavesdropping on each other. Yeah. Well, actually, those in the Facebook group, they are really get the first dibs on everything because of course I call you all like we call you all co-hosts. So we're not sure what to call this um, Facebook live podcast deal like combo. So I came up with a few different um, things or a few different ideas, and I wanted to run it past you. So maybe maybe we'll figure it out now. Maybe we won't. But um, and I don't see where my notes are. But um, I said either call it a pod book live or <laughs> a face cast. Face cast. Live. That's funny. So let us know in the comments what you think, which one you think goes best with what we're doing. A pod book live, right? You get it? Podcast, Facebook. Pod book. Right? Or a face cast live, like podcast or like Facebook podcast you get it right live so let, let us know and we'll like see where this thing goes or how it grows so that's what we're doing now just want to let you all know who are um listening in to the podcast we are um, doing this totally different yep so without further delay we're going to get right into it yes. um and talk to you guys and share with you from step number two of the maripreneur method yes so if you did not listen to step number one which is in the previous episode um which was episode number 32 Make sure you go back and listen to that uh, for all the information of really laying down a very, a very strong foundation um, for your marriage and business blend together. Right. So that's what this is all about. We're going over the Maripreneur Method and taking you all behind the scenes, unveiling exactly what we do with all of our clients. So today we're going over step two. And I should say step one um, is really going deep on the vision, but we in, in the episode 32, in the last episode, we go over what that means for having, uh, what it means to have a Maripreneur vision. Absolutely. So we're not going to rehash that, rehash that, but we are. But we, you can go back and listen to that. Yes. Yep. And then you can come back here. So um, this one, step two. Yeah, step number two of the Maripreneur method. Um, this is the next building block, right? And regardless of how long you two have been in business together, 
Um, uh, no one escapes the need for step number two, which right. is... What is it? Communication. Communication. And not just any communication, but really healthy communication, productive communication, fruitful communication. And this step um, that we're constant, this is a step that, that we're having to constantly refine, having to constantly work on. So it's not something that you learn. And then you throw it away. And then you implement it and then you're done. Right. No, because there is probably not another aspect of our lives talking about communication that is more impacted and subjected to our mood (laughs) and a mood can switch on a dime yes lord therefore the way we communicate be it healthy or unhealthy could switch on a dime so it's something that we have to be mindful and intentional and thoughtful about and that is how are we communicating Yes, yeah, so what I'd like um, us to go over first, what we kind of pre-discussed, is going over some common toxic mistakes that many marriedpreneurs make. And the thing about it with these mistakes is um, <clears throat> oftentimes in making these mistakes, when making them, we feel can feel like we're doing things the right way. When in actuality, we are being detrimental to our marriage and to our business as right. well. Because the um, the the richness of and the depth of the, the level of communication that goes on between the two of mm-hmm. you, the two of us, really has a great deal of um, uh, value and plays a huge role in our in the healthiness of the health of our relationship, right. as well as even the growth of our marriage, like how we're saving our time, how we're saving our money, how we are creating more time, creating more money, um, all through having the right. Um, type of ecosystem with healthy communication. Let, let, let me say this just to really draw a picture so we can visualize mm-hmm. what actually healthy communication is. Mm-hmm. Here's an analogy that really came to me. Healthy communication is oxygen to your marriage and business. That's good. And when you two, when us as marriedpreneurs, when we don't have healthy communication between the two of us, we're literally suffocating the marriage. And we're suffocating the business. We're literally choking out the very air that is needed for the marriage, which is a kind of organism, and mm-hmm. the business, in the business, which is a kind of organism, to breathe mm-hmm. and to function. So mm-hmm. healthy communication is oxygen to your marriage and your business. Right, and I think thank you for explaining that as eloquently as you did, because I think sometimes we take it for granted um, just to communicate. Like, of course, we're going to talk. So we, we talk in a relationship and you do it. And then, and you know, I may be saying one thing and you're trying to say the same thing, but we're not communi- We're not communicating it the right way, nor are we um, interpreting it the right way. Right. So we're kind of, we're, we're missing each other. So want to go over just three common common toxic mistakes that many entrepreneurs married entrepreneurs make when they're communicating with each other and then the remedies that go with that right absolutely so the first one we want to just dive right into into in this step this is what we go over um, but we actually go over a lot deeper these are just some of the mistakes um, one of the things that you want to be mindful of is um, the rules of engagement if you have no rules for engagement or of engagement when it comes to communication then that's one of the biggest toxic mistakes that you could possibly have if you're not um, not sure of of what's okay for you and you haven't communicated that, haven't thought of that, and then your spouse is not really sure. And then you all don't really talk about it until that line is crossed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. rules of engagement are so important. If you remember, um, like, like 
um, if you've ever sat on a board, like I sit on a board, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things we do on a board um, is we go by what's called, and you probably have heard this term, Robert's Rules of Engagement. Well, Robert's rule, or excuse me, Robert rules of order. So, Robert rules of order is where you've heard things like um, "all in favor say aye," "motion to move," etc. That's keeping the conversation amongst the board organized. So, when we in our marriage have rules of engagement, that means there are things that we absolutely don't do or say. Mm-hmm. And there's things that we must absolutely always reinforce. So as married entrepreneurs, as marriedpreneurs, our communication has to have rules for engagement. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, if we have no rules for engagement, then our communication style is the wild, wild west. It's Mm -hmm. lawlessness. It's (laughs) anarchy. Anybody can say whatever they want to say. And there's Mm -hmm. no consequences or or there's no way to enforce it. And Mm -hmm. then somebody gets hurt and emotions and you got to come back and apologize. It just, you know how it goes, right? It snowballs. So rules of engagement without Mm -hmm. them. Yes, it communication is toxic. becomes toxic. Yes, and toxicity within any relationship, especially a marriage, that's just it's, it's just downhill from there. So there is hope, though. You know, um, one of the main things which goes into number two, one of the second common toxic mistakes that many married entrepreneurs make when it comes to relating to each other, communicating, mm-hmm. is dealing with the lack of frequency. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about the lack of frequency, what normally happens between the time of um, someone being offended or something being right. unclear to the point of either a blow up or talking through it, <laughs> either one of those, then there's if it if it's a longer period of time, what can easily happen is a is a seed of resentment, bitterness, mm-hmm. even if you're not really even thinking about it, but then it pops up again when the trigger comes and you're like, that's right. I didn't like how you did that last time, yeah. right? And then, and we've had that come those kind of conversations when it's like, wait, what? That was uh, you had an issue with that? Like that was a month ago? That was months ago? You right. know, we're, we're, like when were you gonna say something? Well, I didn't think about you know. And then time passes by, so um, having a lack of frequency is definitely a toxic, a common toxic mistake that many Americaners make. Yep, and I'll just add to that a lack of frequency. The way it happens, the way I've noticed that a lack of frequency of healthy communication happens within mm-hmm. um, between married entrepreneurs is one, one of you made an assumption, okay? Yeah. And secondly, yep. you retreated to a cave of anger. Yep. So what you did was you made an assumption and or you retreated to a cave of anger where you processed. And whenever we retreat to a cave, a, to a cave of anger to process what happened to us, what we end up doing is we end up justifying our anger. So when we finally do have a conversation, well, we just <laughs> cave in on the other person. You're like, where did that come from? It happens, I'm what? telling you. Yes. Ask us how we know. That's all. So we're just sharing our journey. <laughs> and we know we can't be the only ones. So yeah, that's crazy if we stay in that cycle. So the third area that we want to confront really quickly concerning um, toxic, common toxic mistakes that many marriedpreneurs make is dealing with... Um, the is expecting your spouse to have the same type of communication style that you have, that right there is a big one. Yep. Because we think differently. We're coming from two different backgrounds, two different family dynamics, two different birth orders normally. Mm-hmm. And you're bringing all of this, all of your ideas, ideals into one, under one roof and to create your own ecosystem and that can be very frustrating when you have a certain style of communicating and your spouse has a totally different style of communicating and you're thinking one thing is okay and the other person thinking 
something else is it's okay. Can I give you a prime please, example please. with us? I'm gonna give you a prime example with us. This is we're like recording here. This is you know on our podcast this episode as well as in front of our live audience. So you all in the live audience, give us a shout out if you understand, have an idea, or can relate to this if this resonates with you. So here's the thing. I was I shared this story the other week, and I don't think you were in the room, but I think I should share it again because you're here. I was when I grew up. I when I was um, when it was time to get up in the morning, um, my mom would come into the room and ever so gently, just like sweetheart, sweetheart, it's time to get up, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's time to get up, you know. So just angelic. take my time and get up. And she's like, come on. And then whenever we were running late, she would like play this game with me. My mom would and just say, okay, okay, um, let's see who can get who can get dressed the fastest. I didn't really know she was running late. And she turned it into a game. So I never felt like <gasps> the pressure of stress in the morning where I was like, come on, you had to get out the house, whatever, right? And so not saying that you did, but then when we get married, um, you know, <laughs> he has this, I wish I had it. I'm glad I probably threw it out the window if I had no, it. No, you didn't. I know, I, I didn't throw it out. Okay. He had this big, you know, the old school's alarm clock. So it's, those metal ones. And it wouldn't, it was not like a phone. It it's like a ba- It's hammer. like the real bell. And it goes, it has, you know what it is. It's you know, the one with the hammer inside the belt. So annoying, right? And so this is what he used. We didn't talk about this before we got married. And this is something I would say every engaged couple talk about, how you wake up. Anyway, he was accustomed to waking up with this uh, horrific sound of an alarm clock. And um, when we, for the first morning, I remember hearing that. I was like, <gasps> and I'm like jumping around the place like, what What happened? You know, and this dude, he's still asleep. He's like knocked out, knocked out. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what is that? No, I'm like looking for like, where did that come from? I, I've seen it on TV, but I've never experienced that in my life. It's just a quick, like, I guess uh, a story of how different, now that's not communication, but even getting up in the morning and how we talk, I'm like, good morning, you know? And he's like, he doesn't, I mean, he says something to me now. Not interesting. He's really not interested, but I don't take it personally now. I just know, like, oh, you just have to be awoken. You just have to be wake up to love all over again. But like normally, when we first got married, I'm like, good morning. He's like, mm. and then I'm thinking something's wrong with him. You're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And later on in the day, when he warms up, he's just like, oh no, I'm good. I just have to warm up. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you warm up? Like, just say good morning, you know? So even that little, those little things right there, don't, you communicate with more than just your words, right? We communicate with our, um, our response to things, our body language, of course, our eyes, we communicate with how we expect, even our expectation of things. And so if we have two different communication styles, but don't understand or respect each other's styles, like I wasn't feeling that at all. We just have to come to a a compromise. Yeah. And he probably, I don't know if you weren't feeling how I was waking up either. It didn't bother me. It was just, you know, <laughs> mine bothered you, but yours didn't bother me. Um, of so course not. Let me say this really quickly about styles. When it comes to communication styles, mm-hmm. it's so important to understand that you're not trying to make your spouse you. Right, right. right. So that's, that's, a, that's a no-no. We're not trying to make them that's us. Good. At the same time, while we can have our unique communication styles, there definitely needs to be um, a willingness to make an adjustment on our on both of our parts. So you can have your style, I can have my style, but we have to have a willingness to adjust. That's good. And when the other person sees our willingness to adjust, it encourages them to want to engage in more uh, forthcoming, open, honest, and transparent communication. 
which yeah. ultimately does wonders for the marriage and obviously the business gets the benefit. Yes. That's real on every every turn. So those are the three areas that we wanted to just dive in quickly. Now we were talking about um, the step two of the Maripreneur method, dealing with communication and having proper, or I would even just say healthy communication, because yeah. it may look different for every couple. Sure. Um, but there are some basic ground rules dealing with the respect and respect, honor. That has to be center point regardless. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know, um, the married. Um, the, well, step one definitely connects with step two. But let me say this. When it comes to listening, listening is such a critical part of communication, mm-hmm. especially for married entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Because listen, we have a lot going on. We have a lot going on, right? <laughs> right. We have family. We have right. business. Right. And both of those have multiple moving parts. Mm-hmm. There's laundry. There's cooking. There's Lord. this. There's that. There's food. Oh. Then you get to the business. <laughs> you gotta eat. There's... All that the business has. So we're literally juggling in two different circuses, if I can use that term. We're literally juggling in two different cir- circuses. And so what ends up happening is, is that there is a, um, we do what's called, what I call passive listening. Mm-hmm. And passive listening means I'm really not engaged. I'm really not giving you my body language that shows and encourages and says, hey, I'm listening. I'm just sort of in the room. And this is why sometimes our spouse can say something, it goes here, and then it exits immediately here. Mm. Passive listening discourages our spouse from communicating. But active listening, that makes where where the other person really knows that they're being heard. And when a person feels like they're being heard, they feel like they're being understood. And when a person feels like they're being understood, then real, real powerful healthy communication happens. So we have to listen in a way that says, I'm focusing with the intent to really understand your point. Yeah. Oh, that's... Not to preload so my comeback. That's so good. But I'm really trying to understand your point. Yeah. And then once I have a full understanding of your point, I contemplate my response and then I give it. But I don't just sit here quietly while I'm cocking and loading my response. Um. Right. And so... I know we're doing the podcast as well as the uh, recording our podcast episode as well as uh, the Facebook live group. So I wanted to make sure I um, mentioned Krista Hay here in the group. She said, oh, man, we still have work to do. <laughs> I understand. We all do, Krista. Totally get it. Thanks for keeping it real. Yes, I believe when we keep it real, that's how we grow. So one of the things, speaking of keeping it real, is I would say just piggybacking on what you just said about making sure that we are um, not pass- doing the passive listening thing, but we're doing the active listening. And I would say on top to add on top of that to make sure that we're not feeling like it is work to do. Like it's drudgery. Like, oh my goodness, here we go. I have to do this. Like I have to hear what he's uh, saying. Here I have we to, go again. Here we go. Here like, she goes then, again. Right. Here he goes again. And so like even the other day, um, I was saying something to you, um, husband, and I think you were laying on the bed or sitting up on the bed, but he was looking down and his book was open and he was looking down. So to me, it looked as if like he asked me a question and I was responding to the question, but I look at him and I'm like, are you listening to me? Because it looks like you're reading. It's okay if you're reading, but like, are you listening? And he was like, actually, I wasn't reading. I was just looking. I was thinking, but I was looking down when I was thinking or listening. And so it looked like he was reading. So what he did was he closed his book and he made an effort to make sure that he was like making that eye contact with me because Sometimes we need a little more uh, 
not just eye contact, but just presence. And so what I appreciate about you doing that, it wasn't like, all right, here, I closed the book. What else do you want? Because then it's like conversation over. It's not time for us to talk right now because you're not even trying to hear what I have to say. Absolutely. So um, I just wanted to add on to that, just like not only, you know, not only not passive listening, but also active listening with, um, with being okay when you are confronted by your spouse about something that they don't like or don't or perceive as you not being fully actively engaged and without being um, quickly offended by that and being okay with saying, okay, I'm here. I want to hear what you have to say. Like that makes it things so much mm-hmm. easier and go by faster. So Can I add something to that? Yeah, go ahead. What you're describing is an amicable adjustment, right? It's an adjustment that we both can agree on that doesn't make it seem like I'm mm-hmm. irritated. Um, Let me say this really quickly because body language Mm -hmm. is so um, interlaced with communication. We often think of communication with words and voice, Mm -hmm. but body language plays a very key role. And let me say this really quickly. While it's important that our body language reinforces to the other person that we're listening to them, it's important that the other person doesn't look for body language that is... Um, overbearing and let me explain what I mean by that mm. eye contact is important yeah. but if I'm not saying that this has happened but I'm saying it can go to the extreme where maybe somebody is expecting you to stare into their pupils the entire time <laughs> now let's be honest when we talk to people oh, and we're thinking it is normal human behavior for our eyes to look up to drift down mm. to look to the side so I say that to say don't go to the extreme right. and say, uh-oh, see, you looked away for a split second. Right. You're not listening right. to me. Let's not be ridiculous. That's I just, good. I just wanted to put that out there. Thank you for yeah saying that. Because I think sometimes it's good to be clear. Well, it's always good to be clear. Okay, so lastly, we just wanted to go over real um, quick three um, responses that are, can of, often be toxic. Well, there are, that are always toxic that we want to just make sure we're not doing. And we're not doing a whole training here. We're just kind of giving some feedback and tidbits on what the Maripreneur method looks like for step number two when it comes to communication and how we walk our clients through this step. And um, these are just some of the examples that we go through. But we want to make sure that you all can take away um, some really practical things to be mindful of immediately so you can implement them immediately to see the results Mm -hmm. so three areas that we want to make sure that we are um, not doing (laughs) these are connected to the other three by the way yes so the first one is being flippant you want to yeah being flippant listen when we don't have rules for engagement the next thing that's going to happen is we're going to be flippant Mm -hmm. we're going to say something with a sharp tongue with a very cutting tongue our comments are going to be very curt mm-hmm. and it's things are just going to come off very disingenuous mm-hmm. and that allows a whole lot of stuff to come in like sarcasm right. and all that stuff that's just not productive right and the next thing that we want to make sure we stay far far away from when it comes to healthy communication is um being silent when it's time to speak up being silent when it's time to speak up and that happens whenever there's not scheduled regular talk time mm-hmm. when there's a when there's, about when, there's, when there's a long gap in frequency, mm-hmm. what happens is is we become withdrawn and we go inward. Mm-hmm. And when we're silent, um, we can get used to finding solace and comfort in silence. Yeah. That when it's actually time to speak up, we just don't do it. Right. And then lastly is not getting an understanding when there's a misunderstanding. Yep. A misunderstanding usually comes from um, 
um, expectations that have not been communicated, mm-hmm. um, assumptions. Yep. Listen, whenever we have an expectation that we didn't tell the other person about, prepare for you to be disappointed. Yeah. Because all the disappointment is, is an unmet expectation. And it starts with, did you tell them that <laughs> right. this is what you expected? Because right. if you didn't tell them and, they, and it happens, you're disappointed because you allowed that disappointment to come in because yeah. you never told them to begin with. Yes. So we're just going to go ahead and wrap this up with a nice pretty bow and just make sure that you all are very clear of uh, some simple steps you can take for healthy communication. It doesn't matter how long you've been married, how long you've been in business. We are all working in this area of communication because it is the next building block within the Marriottpreneur Method. Like I said before, if you all are just joining in uh, over in the Facebook group, you can get step one in the previous episode, which is episode number 32 the, for the Marriottpreneur Life podcast. You can find it on your favorite listening platform. Um, you can also go to Marriottpreneurlife.com. Uh, now, we're recording the podcast right now, which we've never done before. We're really excited about this, having this interaction while we're live. It just brings a whole other level of of life to it. So um, we are excited about that. So those of you who are listening to the podcast or watching this episode right here, and you are wanting to go deeper with the Marriottpreneur Method. If you have not yet gotten our five pillar process, to go ahead and download that, and it'll take you through as you're preparing for next week. And when we go over step number three in the Marriottpreneur Life Marriottpreneur Method, then you'll have a head start on that and be able to go deeper with it. Um, I she could tell you where to go to get that free training. Right, it's the five pillar process dot. Com, the five and the number five, the digit five, pillarprocess.com yep. as well. So we're super excited. And for those of you who are just listening to the podcast and you're not over here in the group, then what are you doing is what I don't, what we want to know. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> Come on over. Doing? Like, what are you doing? Come over to the group. Don't miss out on all this over here. Um, this is something new that we've started, and we really want to just add a whole other level of engagement to the podcast as well as to this, um, this whole group whole environment right here so um you can find us over on facebook at marriage and entrepreneurship which is the facebook group and we'll put a link in the podcast in the the podcast as well over on the page oh sorry go ahead no go ahead that's all i was gonna say yep so (laughs) a couple things number one for those of you who are checking us out on the podcast make sure you go and um subscribe Yes. Right? Do that. Write us an awesome review. Yes. And give us nothing less than a five star rating. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. What happens is then other people read that and then we're able to get this message out to other married entrepreneurs as well because we know good and well how difficult and how many unique challenges there are <laughs> to be married and to be to blend entrepreneurship with that it can be challenging but it's so rewarding when we when we work through it so that's why we're here so when you do that we're able to get that word out um to many other married entrepreneurs who are in the same boat okay thank yep. you all I so think much you guys know what time it is and it's time to shut it down and all right. to go watch uh madam secretary madam secretary that's what we usually do netflix and chill all right <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday. Wait, Peace Sunday soon. night. It's Sunday night. Want more winning tips for your Marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life, quickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless Marypreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are Marypreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.